Hey everyone, welcome to the Bible Belt Bros Podcast. Today is a special day because we don't just have Andrew here. We have Johnny, who you guys have, you know, you seem, listen to him. Seem to like him. Seem to like him. He's the top two played podcast for some reasons, episodes anyway. So here we are bringing him back He's, to get those views. If this one goes and he has a top three, then he we're just going to start calling him Ariana Grande. We're just going to see what it takes to bring him on full time. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta give me that cheddar. <laughs> Gotta get that cheddar. We Gotta, need some cheddar. Gotta get that cheddar. If you, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what the people have spoken, you know? What can I say? I'm back. You're back. <laughs> so today uh, we're going to kind of talk about, I guess, God, guns, and grass again, because that's just a fun topic that I know Maybe it's just about. the topic. Maybe it's not even Johnny. Maybe it's just the Maybe topic. Maybe it's just the topic? I don't know, because this topic of music was... The same. Maybe we should have brought someone on who had low views on our, like Megan, and talk about God, guns, and grass. Yeah, or a police officer. Then he'd search my house, probably. And I don't have anything. I've never done it. I would search your house. I don't house. have a gun or grass. He'd probably do it with you. <laughs> probably. Andrew sent me a job. Like, he sent me, like, a, a job posting for, like, a... What was it? Like evidence. Uh, evidence collect, locker room. Locker yeah. room and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And so I think he was trying to get me to like bring some quote unquote evidence home. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I was exactly. like, I don't know if that's how that works. I mean, after the case is done everything and the person's already in jail for life, you may as well bring it home. Might as well. Otherwise, it's just going to sit there and get stale. Yeah. So, uh, Johnny, did you see the Billy Ray pot safe thing? I did about two minutes ago. Two minutes ago? Yeah. And what did you think about it? <laughs> I mean, it was a lot of weed. Uh, <coughs> it reminded me of, uh, do you guys remember the movie Half-Baked? Yes. Uh, With Dave Chappelle and uh, who was the other guy that was in it? Ah, uh, oh, man, he's the guy. He does He does the James Hetfield Metallica impersonation. Anyways, uh, it reminded me of that movie for some reason. It was just like. That was the first thing that popped into my head was half baked. Nice, I haven't so, seen that. Lots high of school. a lot of weed, lots of weed. My so. mom didn't let me watch that movie in high school, so I was actually a pretty good kid back then. Yeah, whatever. Not as much <clears throat> now. What happened to you, Dusty? So, I mean, so did, did you? Did you just do a little bit more digging and find out it was fake, or what was what was the deal with that? I mean, it's not fake. It's just not. They're denying the, it's, it's not their weed. Oh, okay. So it's not at their house. But they posted it uh, on their social media. Correct. correct? On Billy's? Billy uh, it was like Billy Ray Cyrus. <laughs> we're on a first name basis. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it was on, on Billy's. Ah, oh, Billy, man. Uh, <laughs> you probably toured with him, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, yeah, Billy posted it. It was of his wife, Tish, and she made a post after everything blew out of proportion saying it wasn't theirs and it wasn't even at their house which is exactly okay. what you would say when people are like whoa that's a lot of weed at your house oh no 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 that's not at our house we took that i mean somewhere else. just to give everybody if you haven't seen it picture like a bank vault door i mean that's what the door looked like was like a yeah, I mean, it was a, it was a big vault, yeah. it was a big vault like safe you know like a gun safe and it was just full of bags of weed. So uh, bags upon bags upon bags. No one, no one could would be able to smoke all of that by themselves. I would think. So. Challenge accepted. <laughs> so they must be they must be distribute distributing that. So maybe it was at a dispensary or something. Who knows? Yeah, could have been. Don't know, but it is legal here in Oklahoma now. How do you feel about that, Johnny? I'm fine with it. Uh, I'm fine with it. 
We had a thing at our church, like a little panel thing. Yeah, we did. Were you on that panel, Johnny? I was. I remember you being up there, but I don't remember you speaking about it. I was on it, yep. Yep. Yeah, I think think it's going to – I mean, I think it helped. I actually know people um, who shall remain nameless who have their card, and uh, they had medical issues, and now they're doing much better because of it. So – would you get your card if you could? No, no, because um, then I couldn't carry a gun. Exactly. So my exact, and I don't, I don't need it. I don't have a medical condition or anything that where I would need it. But doesn't all you need is like I feel sad. Oh, here's oh. Apparently, it's very, very easy <laughs> to get it. Um, yeah. And I've been told that by, by people <laughs> that uh, that it. It, it wasn't hard at all. I mean, you can pretty much just say, oh, well, I have anxiety or I have, you know, this or that, and they'll, they'll give you a card. But, hey, you know, it's still better than painkillers and stuff. So That means every time I went to church, I'd have to, to light up. Why is that? You get anxious at church? I feel anxious when if, during worship when lights are off loud and I don't know my surroundings. Which maybe that's maybe you there. think that's the conviction of the Holy Spirit? Maybe or? <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't. But um, yeah, maybe. Who knows? Well, you okay. know, there's there's other things too, like um, the CBD oil. Like people, t- I mean, that's and that's perfectly legal. Legal. That was legal. Bef- that was legal before. You know, now you, there were places where you couldn't sell it, which was weird. And now they can, but, uh, people would take that like for pain and inflammation and stuff. It's supposed to help a lot. And I think for anxiety as well, people would take, because it's supposed to calm you. It's supposed to like calm you down a little bit. It's like a, it's like a moment at at that moment calming. Is that what it is? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Um, I mean, I think you buy it in like, it's like a liquid that you drop on your tongue or something, or maybe you put it in a drink or something like that under your tongue. I mean, there's many ways, but and uh, it's it's supposed to help with like inflammation. It's basically like a lot of the medical benefits that people say THC has without the like high, essentially, is what I've been told. So I would I would try that for sure Um, because I have like a knee injury from from when I was a teenager that every now and then acts up and gets inflamed and hurts, and I and I've I've had anxiety issues as well. So. I'd probably try it. I hear it's really expensive, though. Oh, is it? That's what I hear. Now, hypothetical, if it was legal, <laughs> recreationally, and you didn't lose your ability to carry a gun, would you do it? Would I what? Smoke weed. Well, you're not mm-hmm. smoking it, necessarily, right? I'm not talking is about that... CBD oil. Oh, I'm talking oh, about oh, he's talking about... He's talking about... Oh, just in general. The devil's lettuce. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I mean, <clears throat> probably not... Uh, probably not. I'm in that same boat. I don't know. I may do it once or twice, but I wouldn't do it religiously or every day. Or I mean, if I get like diagnosed with cancer one day, heck yeah. But no, I'm just kidding. Probably actually, if I get diagnosed with cancer one day. Uh, but probably not. No, I just. I mean, yeah, I don't have that desire. I think. But... I think a lot of people, honestly, probably need to. Because of mental and there you know, some high or, strung people or medical issues, um, and I think people turn to other substances for relief from those things that are way more harmful, both mentally and physically, uh, to like decompress or to deal with stress or to deal with you know pain, uh, physical pain, 
and obviously I think marijuana is a much healthier option for that. So, I mean, the smoking part of it is still unhealthy, I believe. Um, cause I've, I was actually listening to a podcast, uh, uh, it was a Joe Rogan episode, and he had Travis Barker on, who's the the drummer from Blink One Eighty Two, and he was talking about how he he smoked pot like a madman, like every day, all day, and basically <clears throat> he was having some like problems breathing and stuff, and so went to his doctor, and the guy was like, basically he had the he had like a precursor to esophageal cancer, and the guy was like, you need to stop smoking like now, mm-hmm. like. So he was smoking enough pot to where it was basically causing him he was cancer getting issues to where he could develop cancer. So I mean the smoking part of it is is bad for you clearly. What's but, Joe Rogan's stance on marijuana? He's uh, pretty he's for it. <laughs> he smokes on the podcast. <laughs> I know I'm joking. Oh, you're joking. Okay. <laughs> you you so you bought and sold me on that. I mean I completely <laughs> fell for that one. Didn't uh, Elon Musk <laughs> get in trouble well, for smoking on his podcast? Yeah, yes. so but the if you watch the video of him doing it, he looks, I mean, like he looks like he's never smoked anything in his life. <laughs> so he, he, I mean, picture like in, you watch, you know, in a, in a movie or something and somebody gets passed a joint or a cigarette and they've never smoked before. And they're like, Oh, what do I do with this? You know? And they kind of like puff it and cough and <laughs> don't really inhale. It was like, I don't even think he inhaled it. So yeah. I saw the but, facial expression that was like yeah. a meme going around. <laughs> All that to say, probably no, probably not. I just don't really have a reason to. Uh, I think a lot of people do have so, reasons. So, Doctor Johnny, I uh, I take a, you know a thousand pounds of ibuprofen a year. Uh-huh. Should I switch to weed instead of ibuprofen? Possibly. Yeah. Possibly. Probably. I won't do that. I like my guns. <laughs> yeah, that's the problem. Is you, you gotta have that is guns. that is a weird. It, it's a weird stipulation in the law. I, I don't agree with it personally because if if people can go out and buy alcohol and I don't and and they can have guns and carry guns and that there's not an issue with that. I I don't agree with the the idea that if you get your medical marijuana card that you can't have guns or I'm not exactly it's state by state. It's not a federal law. Right. Um, but here in Oklahoma, that is a stipulation. I don't know. Is it, if you can't, you can't even buy a firearm. Is that what it is? Or yeah, yeah I don't agree with is that. It the, I think it's an infringement you on your rights. Dependent on a substance or was that what the no. wording of the law is? If they're not going to, if they're going to, okay, here's the deal. If they're going to say <clears throat> you can't have your medical marijuana, card and buy a gun, and they're going to have to do that for all mind-altering prescription drugs across the board. So yeah. any depression medication, any anxiety medication, any any mind-altering medication. I wouldn't like, even say any mind-altering. I would go as far as saying dependency, any drug dependency. I guess, but I mean, like, I don't think blood pressure medication, I mean, that doesn't do anything to your mental state, where obviously marijuana does. I mean, it changes your mental state. It's not like it's not like you're going and tripping acid, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> it's, well, I wouldn't know. <laughs> so uh, I I don't agree with that. No, I think that's a dumb law. I think it's uh, I don't agree with it. I think here in Oklahoma, it was probably put in there from the people who don't want the medical marijuana law. So they're trying to make it. They're trying to deter people from harder. getting their medical marijuana card because then they can't have firearms. I think in other states, like in California, it's 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 completely the gun control thing. Like it's just another way for us to uh, implement more gun control. So 
to me, it's ridiculous. Uh, I can't believe people like lawmakers in Oklahoma, which we normally think of as a gun-friendly state, yeah. you know, very pro-Second Amendment, would m- create a law like that. It's just, for one, it opens it, it opens the door for a lot more things. Um, but second, to me, it's if you're not gonna if you're not gonna tell people who drink alcohol that they can't have a firearm that they can't buy somehow somehow regulate that then i don't think you should be able to tell people who have their medical marijuana card that they can't so i just don't agree with it you're not taking away their driver's license right so why are you telling them they can't buy a firearm and there's more people die from auto accidents than gun yep accidents so i see that yeah i agree with you 100 percent. i've looked into like depression medicine recently and stuff because i've never taken anything I'm, I'm not. I think I'm just going to tough it out. But medical marijuana would be one of those things to be in the conversation, I guess. Taking medication is not wussing out, Dusty. Talking about it is toughing it out. Yes. I've taken I've taken uh, anti, anti-anxiety and depression, anti-depression medication. Uh, I took it for about a year, and it helped me. It, and it wasn't – I didn't notice it like a – there wasn't. I wasn't on like a. There's different levels of of those medications. There's the uh, what's it? SR SSRIs or serotonin reuptake inhibitors or something like that. Um, that's one like level of those types of medications. And then there's the 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 is it like benzodiazepines or something like that? You're the biology person. <laughs> Come on, help me out here. You know how long it's been since I've taken pharmacology. Well, but yes. So, right. <laughs> and that—that's. I think that's like um, Xanax and Lorazepam, and like your more uh, your your stronger um, medications that people with like bipolar disorder and things like that get, and manic depressives. Those definitely affect your. I mean, those. I mean, can put you into you know, you know, zombie-like states Trance, yeah. and, and have and and maybe have some sort of euphoric high, you know. The SSRIs or SRI, whatever they're called, the serotonin reuptake inhibitor, and those are like Zoloft and things like that. Those don't, um, those don't give you any sort of like high or anything like that. They made and me groggy. They made day. you groggy. See, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't notice any effect on me. It just, and you have to take them like over. You have to be taking them for like almost two weeks before it even affects you. And for me, it just all I did was notice that my anxiety wasn't as bad and my depression wasn't as bad. If somebody, if you're listening and you struggle with depression, I mean, it's definitely something to look into and not, it shouldn't be a taboo thing. Right. Don't be like Dusty and try and toughen it out. No, I'm not toughing it out. Like, I I go to like a men's group every week or every other week, I guess. But, and I think counseling is good too. I mean, I was seeing a counselor, uh, for a couple of months before I asked him, do you think that I, I should look into this? And he, what he told me is, you know, your mind and body better than anybody else. And if you feel like you need to talk to your doctor about it, then talk to your doctor about it. And so I did. Um, so I think, I think it needs to be both. And I think, yeah, you know, for some people counseling is enough and it's just maybe takes some like cognitive therapy to kind of learn some coping skills and change your thinking habits. Um, for other people, it's there's there's both. You know, you may need to do that, and you may need some medication to kind of help, you know, help you out a little bit. So, well, and that's where I'm going to like a, a CR group where I can talk through that because normally I'll just like like stuff it in 
and uh, mm-hmm. and then believe a bunch of lies that aren't true and that I know aren't true, but I can't convince myself that they're not. Yeah. And so, um, so I, so being in a place where I can open up and just talk about it more uh, has helped. Like I haven't had any issues lately, but uh, but I know I talked to my doctor who is on some sort of depression medicine, um, and like he just kind of said, it's up to what you feel. If you feel like you're needing it, like you can't. You sure. Know, get over it, like you know. Then, yeah. Maybe it, look into it more. I mean, to be honest, it was something that I was a little nervous about going into, just because I, you know, you hear like horror stories about uh, about depression medication or anxiety medication and things like that. But um, a lot of the times, those are, like I said, the, a little bit more. Uh, stronger medications and a lot of those those times people are abusing them mm-hmm. um and so but i mean our pa- our pastor is open about that and has been on uh, has talked about his struggle and how he got on medication for a bit and it helped him and then he got off of it and that's kind of the same way with me i, I went through a rough patch got on the medication it kind of helped get me back to where i needed to be and then i got off of it and so I think it can definitely be a short term thing for some people where you kind of maybe need to be on it for a season, then you get better, then you, you, you slow, you need to slowly wing yourself off those types of medications. Um, and for other people, maybe they're going to take it for the rest of their life. I mean, it's just, there's no, there's no like black and white answer when it comes to mental things. I mean, it's just, uh, it's a lot of gray area. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of gray matter. <laughs> so, yeah. Interesting. Well, you're starting a podcast, Johnny, right? You're starting it well, or you're on I'm not, one? I'm or? not starting one. So uh, a, a friend of mine, um, he is a he's a police officer, longtime police officer in town, not in Sand Springs, but uh, in the Tulsa area. And uh, he has a firearms training company. And, um, I've done some, some graphic design and videography work for him. And, uh, you know, he's been wanting to start a podcast for a while now. And so I've been helping him kind of get select gear for it and all that sort of, all that sort of stuff. And, um, I'll be kind of the uh, producing it, you know, recording Mm -hmm. it for him and, and all that jazz. And, uh, so, um, but a lot of the behind the scenes stuff. So we haven't started yet there. It's called church of the gun. And, uh, so it's about gun stuff. Um, there is an Instagram for, it, I believe just search church of the gun. You can follow that. And then when it goes live, you'll know. So cool. what kind of topics or is it training stuff or not necessarily um, because he does a lot of that kind of stuff like on his Facebook and Instagram channels and talks about training and, and stuff. Um, it, it'll, it'll really just be kind of more of like a gun culture podcast um, kind of lighthearted. I'm sure there will be some training stuff uh, in there, but you know, kind of his vision for it is more just kind of lighthearted talk about guns, talk about, the culture have some fun you know so interesting yeah if you're a gun person i'm sure you'll enjoy it which dusty's not really i'm not really you may still enjoy it who knows I, you know maybe you know there's a lot there you know there's a lot of gun podcasts out there that are just like it's weird you would think 
if you're in the gun community, you know the the different nuances. If you're outside of the gun community, you think of a gun podcast and you just and automatically in your mind, oh, it's a, it's this. This is probably what it's like. You know, make we all make assumptions with everything. And with that, it's no different. But it's really there's a lot of different gun podcasts out there. You have ones that are you know, guys that they just take training classes all the time and talk about training and talk about training over and over and over again. Then there's guys that they just talk about the guns and they just talk about this, this new gun came out or, Hey, we're going to dive into the history of this gun company and how this evolved. And so you have the more technical stuff and you have the training stuff and then you have a combo of the two. And then, so there's a lot of different ones out there, but I think this one is just going to be a little bit more culture oriented, kind of having fun, lighthearted. So not as serious as some of the other ones out there. So I think you, so content that I would probably like, you could probably, but it's about guns. Yeah. I think, I think somebody who maybe isn't that into guns could possibly still enjoy it a little bit or at least relate to it. It's not going to be completely, you know, full of jargon and everything that they're not going to understand, but there'll be a little bit of that, but yeah. Now, you know what I do like is a good murder. A good murder. Good wrongful. Oh, like a, <laughs> He's oh a conspiracy. Gosh. Like serial and all that stuff. Yeah. Do you see the HBO is doing a uh, yeah. docu series on the March tenth, baby, getting ready. I need somebody's HBO. I'm so tired of that stuff. I I I'll admit that I got into serial when they released that first season of Serial. Um, I was really into it. It was really interesting, and I listened to the whole season, and. I can't really remember a, a lot of the stuff from the case now. If it, I don't even remember, honestly, if, if I think he's innocent or not. <laughs> but uh, I'm just kind of tired of those, to be honest <laughs> with you. I know it sounds bad. but And then they did, like, The Making a Murderer. And season two of Serial was just awful. I mean. Yeah. Like that the, was the Bowie Bergdahl. The Bo Bergdahl thing. Yeah. Why would they choose that? Um, it just makes no sense. Don't, don't get Andrew tilted over there. He's. He is not a fan. <laughs> it just makes no <laughs> sense why they went that direction with it. I but, think it was uh, just because they need they needed something completely left field to to. I don't know. Think I mean, it the, was just a hot topic. The whole murder time. mystery thing went over so well for them, and yeah. you know why would they just not find another case like that? Know. Obviously, just, there's ones out there. Yeah, no, it know? was just a hot topic. Everybody knew about. It. They were trying to get their podcast more popular, and um, they went the tilted. complete opposite way with it. Yeah, I listened to like a couple of episodes of it. And it's like this is so. St- I mean, yeah, you already know what happened. This is so stupid. Exactly. Why, are, why, are they, the face. why are they doing this? <laughs> like, we know what happened. We know he just left. Like, there's no mystery behind it. Try going to a gym, Johnny, with a bunch of veterans, <laughs> and, and just bring up that name. Like, that's basically what I did. <laughs> Because our gym was ran by yeah. veterans. So, yeah. all right. So, getting back to what we yeah. were going to talk about. <laughs> Next thing is constitutional carry, Johnny. Uh-huh. Um, Oklahoma is a very conservative state, very pro-Second Amendment, very uh, gun-oriented. And right now Oklahoma has uh, – this Oklahoma Senate has passed a bill for constitutional carry. Yeah. Now I think it's going to – what's the other? Well, I think it's going to the Senate floor now, correct, I believe? I thought the Senate already passed it. And was it, it the Senate? Now it's going the to the House? House. Either way, it's will it pass in it, Oklahoma? It will pass, and the governor has already said that he will sign it if right. it gets through both. Houses. If it gets through the legislature, so um, I, I believe a- inevitably it's going to. Uh, it already did go through the legislature, 
with her last governor and she didn't sign it. So I don't see any reason why it wouldn't go through again. And yeah, thank goodness. And this, I'm glad she's this governor said he would sign it. So uh, I'm, I think it's inevitable that it's going to happen. So. <clears throat> so are you excited for that? Or are you not excited for that? What are your thoughts um, on it? I'm kind of neutral. I, I like it. I'm for constitutional carry. Right. Um, I just don't know how I won't feel about people like Dusty carrying. Well, here's the thing. I don't think they will. That's what I, I was actually talking with my wife about this the other night because she was saying, well, you know, don't you think that people should, you know, aren't you worried that people are going to be carrying that don't know the laws and, and, you know, aren't don't know how to be safe with a firearm? For one, I was a babe. There are a lot of people carrying guns that aren't safe with firearms and have no idea what they're doing, have never taken a training class in their life. If you've Okay, let me fill you in on something. If you've never taken a concealed carry class out there, <clears throat> um, it's kind of a joke. Kind of. It's kind of a joke. It's very much a joke. It's different in every state, the requirements. The requirements that Oklahoma has, It's it really honestly just is a bureaucratic loop that you have to yeah, jump through. It's just... M- a way to make more money. It, yeah, exactly. It's just a revenue creator. Um, and so there, sure, if you pay attention and are serious about it, you learn. And it all depends, too, on who you take the class from. Um, so some people, you might learn more in, in, in the class than you might learn in another class. There, there's, there's material that they have to go over, but every teacher, as you know, just in anything, adds their own flair, you know, um, some teachers are more passionate about it. Some teachers honestly probably just do it because they can make extra money on the weekend, you know? So, um, it all depends on who you take the class from. But that being said, you're not, you don't come out of that class like a gun expert. and you're Jason Bourne, you know, right. like <laughs> <laughs> that's not what happens. People. I mean, I did. <laughs> um, I was one in a million. And y- sure. You learn a little bit of the, of the law side of it, but you have to stay up to date with that stuff. You have to be aware of the current laws because laws are constantly changing. If you travel outside of the state, you have to be aware of reciprocity and what states have reciprocity with Oklahoma, what their laws are with concealed carry, all those things. It's up to you. Like it's no one else's responsibility except for you. If you choose to get your concealed carry permit, it's up to you to learn the law, to know when you, where and when you can carry and to know, you know, um, the use of force laws. Right. And it's no different now. So if constitutional carry passes, which I think it will, and I think it will get signed into law by the governor, none of that changes. It's still your responsibility to learn the law, to use use of force. And here's the thing. If there's anything I've learned, because I've tried to get friends of mine to get their concealed carry licenses, I've tried to get friends of mine to buy guns because I want people to exercise their Second Amendment rights. I don't beat them over over their head about it, but I... I think it's important, and I think as an American, you should exercise that right. <clears throat> but if there's one thing I've learned, that if you're not into it, you're you may go, you may even go as far to get your concealed carry permit. Speaking now, where you still have to have it to conceal carry, you can open carry, but to conceal carry, you may get your permit, you may pay the money for the class, you may take the class on a Saturday, you may spend the money you got to spend to you know to send all the paperwork off to get your license. And then you may carry for like a day and then you never carry again. Right. What I, what I've come to know is that you either carry and you either carry every day or you don't. Or there's those people that 
we or I know. leave it in my car or, oh, it's in my car or it's in my bag. Like, and so I don't, I don't see any of that changing. I don't think just because right. now you don't have to take a class and you don't have to pay the money to get your permit. I don't think the numbers of people actually concealed carrying on a daily basis will change. I don't think it will. Yeah, really. So right now, Oklahoma's concealed carry license is only going to be, well, after this bill is signed, will only be good because we can go to other states and conceal. Yeah, so that and that's stuff that I'm still a little bit foggy on. I know, so there's 13 other states that have constitutional Constitute, carry, right. and we will have reciprocity with those states. Right. Stay other states that have concealed carry laws but don't have constitutional carry. I'm not sure how that's going to work. I don't. I don't. I don't know. think you will be able to go there. I've go. heard. I feel like I've heard before that some states do allow it. And so if you have a driver's license from that state that has constitutional carry, basically that's your permit. Again, go you you just got to know yep. the you laws. You just have to know the state's laws. Yeah. That would be a downside to it, though, because when I travel, I mean, I like, if I can, to carry. And uh, so that would stink. <clears throat> Not that I'll do that. If I was thinking ahead, I would test you on your law knowledge, concealed law knowledge, <laughs> carrying in a school, misdemeanor or felony. That's a felony. Most, I think, gun violations like that are going to be a felony. Anything with anything. Carrying in a bank, misdemeanor felony. It's federally insured. I have no idea. Misdemeanor. Um, I'm not going to tell you if I do or not, though. I may or may not follow a lot of those laws. I don't. May or may not. I'm not going to say whether I do or not. I went to go get Coney's next door, and uh, this dude had like this like revolver, like old school, like huge revolver, Uh like just attached to his belt. Yeah, I was yeah. like, what the heck is that? Yeah. I'm not a big open carry fan. I, I <clears throat> me neither. Like I don't I'm care if people all. carry, but when they open carry like that, it kind of gets makes you nervous a little you bit. You can pretty much you okay. If some if you see somebody hey, if you're open carrying out there, no offense. <laughs> no offense, <laughs> but, but I kind of already know who you are as a person <laughs> if I see you open carrying. I've already made like a million assumptions about your personality <laughs> and what kind of person you are, like I've judged you, okay? Uh, <clears throat> so, I think I think it's just, I think most people that do that, they do it because it's like, look at me. I, I can carry a gun. Look at me. You know, it's it's uh, it's just that type of person. And tactically, from that standpoint, it's the dumbest thing ever. <laughs> yeah. um, the other thing too is if you notice, most people who carry op- or who open carry. Um, it's, uh, they're where they're for one, they're the holster they have is just terrible. It's awful. It's, it's a piece of junk. Uh, and a lot of times too, the gun they have is a piece of junk. Yeah. So this it's is like, a piece of junk gun. It's, it's like. weird. It's, it's so weird. Um, but you know, Hey, it's a stereotype for a reason. So no, uh, Chuck, the guy that, that I'm going to be working on the podcast with, he, he posts, uh, <clears throat> He posts open carry photos, like he'll take them at Walmart and stuff like that, and uh, post them on his Facebook and his Instagram, and uh, it's it's pretty entertaining. Some of the ones he <laughs> finds out there. So people that like will carry, like they'll have like literally a cross draw holster on. So they're you know they'll they'll have the gun on their left hip, and it's like are are you you know Chuck Norris from Walker <laughs> Texas Ranger or or you know like um, lots of stuff like that. So it's it's entertaining, but. Hey, but, but I will say this. I think you should have the right to. Mm-hmm. 
what's that saying? Like, you know, just because you can doesn't mean you should. Just because everybody else turns off the bridge. Just because you can doesn't mean you should, guys. So in Oklahoma, are no weapons allowed signs enforced? Are they enforced? How do you mean? So if you go to B-dubs and they have a no weapons allowed sign and you Uh go in there. Yes. And they call the police on you. Is that law enforced or is that sign enforced in Oklahoma? Not legally. All they can do is tell you to leave. Um, Now, the police can report you to OSBI, and that can um, affect your your permit status. You can get your permit taken away um, for that if law enforcement does report you. But most likely, they're just going to tell you to leave. They're just going to ask you to leave. Can you carry in liquor stores in Oklahoma? Everything is about Oklahoma. I don't think you can. You can. You can. Okay. You can't in bars, though. Correct. If you're drinking. Correct. You can carry, you just can't drink with it. Do you have to notify... We're doing a quick quiz, by the way. Yeah, I'll I'll just take a nap. Uh, Do you have to notify a police officer that you're carrying? If, say, you're pulled over or you're stopped on the street? I honestly don't know if you're obligated to, but it's stupid not to. Yes, you must notify a police officer. So, Uh, I've been... Okay, I've been... I've been in a situation where I had to tell a cop that I was carrying one time. Um, I got rear-ended on the highway. It was a highway patrol. And this is the way that I kind of have learned to do it. And and I was actually kind of excited because, like, finally, I I, 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 I get to, like, I get to, like, use this, you know, uh, ID card that I have and, and, you know, I get to see if this way I've thought of doing it works. It wasn't my, it wasn't my thinking like somebody, this is stuff that I've been told to do, but all I did was I handed in my driver's license and my handgun license at the same time. Cause I, I don't want to say, Hey, by the way, I have a gun or yeah. I'm carrying a gun. You know, I just handed them both at the same time. And uh, he just simply, I think he said, like, you know, do you have your gun on you? I said, yeah. And he said, where? And I told him where. And he's like, okay. And that was it. (laughs) So, um, but that would be another, that not, we can come back to your questions, but that would be another thing with constitutional carry. Like if you did get pulled over and stuff, like then you would, I would really have to be careful with how I tell the officer that I am care. I wouldn't say gun or anything like that. I would just say, officer, I want to let you know that I am carrying. That's all I would say. They would know what that means. Um, <clears throat> but by the way, school is a misdemeanor in Oklahoma, not a felony. Really? In, uh, in a school? In a school. Cause I know they changed the laws as far as like pickup lines and things like that. You know? Yeah. Title 21, 1277, a public school carrying a firearm is prohibited and punishable by a misdemeanor and a fine of $250. Huh. There you go. I thought it was felony. Yep. Maybe they just recently changed that or something. Ooh. It's only a misdemeanor to point a firearm, too. So. Johnny, are you carrying right now? Maybe. <laughs> I know Andrew So, is. actually... That is the uh, how I was going to wrap this up was uh, your everyday carry loadout. My everyday carry loadout. <clears throat> All right, let's empty our pockets. You want me to like take it out? <clears throat> I got. Let me go first. I got my wallet. I got a cell phone. I'm not going to take it out. That's it. What's that maxi pad for? <laughs> <laughs> That's my trauma kit. <laughs> <laughs> trauma kit. 
<laughs> now you so you probably actually learned in the military, Angie, because you're a medic. Right. You probably learned a lot of like applications for like tampons yes. and stuff. Yeah. Condoms. Uh, it can use condoms because it, it uh, waterproof or whatever. It exclude. Yeah, air doesn't pass through. I've I've heard of pastors using uh, condoms to cover their packs when they do uh, baptisms. Yeah. Yep. yep. Yeah. There's a lot of applications you can use condoms for. Yes. <laughs> but uh, max pads or tampons, yes. And the plugs a wound in a, in a short, quick term. Yeah. Get them off the X. Get them to a more safe place, and then properly address it. Yes. There you go. Yep. All right. So, Dusty, all you had was what? Your wallet? Wallet and <clears> my <throat> phone. And car okay. keys. And my keys are in my coat pocket. Man, it's a never That's okay. Carry, That's a never day. So here's mine. I'm not going. I do carry. Uh, I'm not going to disclose where, but I'm not going to take it off right now just because I don't want to. But uh, yes, I do. Well, you got to at least say what you're carrying. You can tell people that, right? Yeah, I'm <clears throat> carrying my Glock 40. Uh, Which model? The 27. Cool. The sub. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, got my car keys. Got my wallet. With my American flag on it, should I, some reason I ever be drugged, take to Mexico, I can tell them I'm an American, you know? There you go. I have an American flag. I'm a citizen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have a uh, hidden item behind my flag. and uh, It's a maxi pad. <laughs> it is. <laughs> you have a lot of cards, dude. I do. So yeah. I have emergency credit cards, one of each type, so a MasterCard, a Visa. Is that your That's Blockbuster the, card? Yes, that's actually the same credit card. It, they just went to a new credit card. Mm-hmm. So I have one of each type just in case a place doesn't carry or accept one. I have mm-hmm. one. Yep. So my license, my concealed carry license. Uh, what else is in there? Just some random stuff. Okay, my phone, my keys. Uh, it's not every day. I would like it, but my watch. Yeah. Um, what and kind then, of watch is that? Oh, what is this? It's the Samsung. It just lit up. Yeah. It's a Samsung something. Oh, I don't know Samsung watches. Yeah. It's a smartwatch. Okay. And then what I don't carry in on me, but I carry with me out of my vehicle everywhere I go, I have an emergency wound dressing. So should I get shot or something, I can Mm -hmm. pack it myself. Um, I carry a seatbelt cutter. And tourniquets cool yeah i'd like to learn more about tourniquets uh chuck he does a tac med class uh where he you have to basically like you learn how to use a tourniquet properly you end up i think getting a free tourniquet out of it um but he puts you through all these scenarios where you have to like carry somebody who's been shot and then you put you they throw them like in the back of a vehicle and you have to put the you have to like put the tourniquet on and everything while he's driving around and then there's stuff where you get shot, you have to apply your own tourniquet while then shooting, you know, back at the quote unquote bad guy, essentially. So I'd like to do that. That'd be good. I got a cell phone. I'll call one of you guys for help. We I will mean, get to you. I need out. some backup yeah, on my position. You'll bleed out before we make it, doesn't <laughs> And I would just tell you that on the phone. I'd be like, hey, man, you're going to bleed out. So uh, good luck. <laughs> nice knowing you. Find yeah. a piece of rope or yeah. to cut so your shirt. Sure had a Jesus yep. for me. So, Johnny, what's yours? Okay, so uh, pocket knife. Always carry a pocket knife today. It's the 
Spider-Co Paramilitary 2. <laughs> you just have to open it when he's... Yes. <laughs> um, let's see. Apple AirPods. Those changed my life. Really? Uh, we'll need to talk about those. Keys and chapstick. And this is every day. This is what I carry every single day. Just, Johnny's literally just throwing this all on the table. Uh, <laughs> I mean, that's what you're supposed to do. When flashlight. You, get... uh, you got a flashlight? Yes. Spare magazine. Wallet. And then gun, which is... Uh, <laughs> Glock 19. <laughs> I was like, which is where? Nice. <laughs> and I think that's it. I see you have the self-defense bullets that don't puncture through walls. Yeah, so those are the Hornady Critical Defense, 115 yep. grain. It's what I have in my 45 at home. So I want to I, I want to start carrying the, the Federal HST 147 grains, but I just haven't bought any yet. So, nice. But, yeah. So, um a couple of your items there. And a watch. Me. Watch. Out in my vehicle, also, I have my flashlight, and I have a uh, multi-tool. Yeah. In my car, I have um, a Modus and an M79 grenade launcher. <laughs> I'm okay. ju- just kidding. And, uh, this is all I'm, all. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I don't have anything in my vehicle <clears throat> except trash. <laughs> really? I don't Man. have anything. No. No. So um, build, I'm in the process um, <clears throat> of building an AR pistol. Right. Nice. And um, in Oklahoma, if because I have a concealed carry permit, I can carry an AR pistol in my vehicle loaded. So can't carry a rifle loaded, but I can carry an AR pistol loaded in my vehicle. So I, But I still don't think I would carry it in my vehicle. I don't know. I just don't want to risk it getting stolen. Yeah. So. Why don't you put a vehicle safe in there? I have to have like a gigantic safe for an AR pistol. I don't want to mess with that. Having like a, I've seen there's a company that makes safes for your center console, mm-hmm. and basically they like they they um they have them for different make and models of vehicles. So you can buy one for like right. a. I think most of them are for trucks though, but it basically you take a part. You, it fits down in your console and is like it might as well be bolted down in there. Right, and then it's a safe, so you can put a, a handgun or whatever in there. <clears throat> Although your console. Solar is plastic, and but yeah, I know. But I looked basically into meaning like no thief is going to break into your car and see that there's they're not going to take the time to rip exactly. that out. Like they're going to it's it's a deterrent. You know they're just going right. to they're not going to mess with it. So they also make them that they go under your back seat or your front seat. Yeah, and they slide out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so. man. I you know I, I know lots of people carry you know rifles in their car and 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 shotguns in their car and. I'm not against it. I just, I don't. Um, but, uh, my, I've had cars getting broken into before. So I'm a little like, eh, hesitant. yeah, because I, I think once that happens to you, you just, it's like with anything you think that's never going to happen to me. It's like, why do you carry a gun? Right. You like the odds of me or Andrew getting into some sort of altercation where we're going to have to brandish our firearm and shoot somebody is like slim to none. Exactly. Right. But the kind of the, the thinking is it's better to have it and not need it than need it and not have it. Right. So it's kind of the same way with, with the, you know, getting, you know, any other situation, any other bad situation, any other tragedy, whether that be, you know, 
getting, um, you know, uh, broken, your house broken into or your car broken into, into anything like that. You think that's never going to happen to me until it does. Yeah. Right. And then it completely just changes your mindset on it. And, and so I've had car, I've had a car getting window, get busted out and stereo stolen and all that stuff. And it's just the worst feeling ever. It just makes you so angry that somebody did that. You know, yeah, it's the worst feeling ever. And if you're there, you could have shot them. Yeah. (laughs) And, uh, I could have used my car. (laughs) So I just knowing that can happen and it has happened to me before. I don't know that I would ever leave a gun in, in my car. Um, unless, yeah, unless I did have some sort of safe and, and then, maybe i would but yeah I'm, I'm not saying i'm not the guy who will just leave it in my center console without it being locked up yeah no I, now i've taken i've taken my gun out before, like um, right like when i go to a school yeah i've taken my gun out and put it on my console and i'm fine with that like there's there's there are situations where that happens but um but i'm not gonna like leave a gun permanently in my car i'm not gonna have like a wheel gun that's in my car permanently, you know, or anything like that. Unless I had some sort of safe. And even if I did, I think I would probably take it out, you know, every night. Maybe. I don't know. I guess it depends on what it was. Right. So, yeah. I mean, if it's a cheapy throwaway, no serial number, I'll leave it in my truck. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If it's a burner. Psh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll leave it in there. No big deal. Psh, no big deal. Um, so hey. Andrew, Question for you. Do you think that we should be able to, like, civilians should be able to have machine guns? Tough one. Because as a medic in the military, I wasn't even allowed to operate a machine gun. Um, so, really, no. Automatic rifle in general. So, Not necessarily like a, a quote on Because I know military-wide, so you're thinking maybe like a... A mass cast producing weapon. Yeah, like a saw or something like that. Right. An M249. But, but even like a just a submachine gun, you know, so maybe it could be a pistol caliber, like an, M5, an MP5 or something like that. I, any automatic weapons do you think civilians should be able to own them? I would like to own them, so yes. I think so, too. <laughs> I think people have – it drives me nuts. People who don't understand and know anything about guns, they, they just think like automatic weapons are the – it's like you might – the other person might as well have a stick, you know, like it's just not – because – Anybody that knows anything about guns, like it, uh, an automatic weapon, specifically like a machine gun, is is not accurate. It's not. Oh gosh, no. It's not easy to fire accurately. You can be way more accurate with a semi-automatic. Because, like in the military, like a machine gun is for suppressive fire. That's yeah. all it's for. That's all it is. It's meant to. <clears throat> it's meant to keep enemies' heads down. Exactly, and, and maybe tear through walls. And so. People just don't get that. So it's it's not like you have some sort of um, – it's not like you're going to be able to kill more people just because you have a machine gun. It's unless you're true. close range. Yeah, unless you like walk into you know, a room just packed with people and you're just – Right. Da, 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 you know, but um, – Which is what has happened, right? And so that's why – In some cases, yes. Yeah. But like the whole bump stock thing too, that's a nightmare. I mean it's – that thing is a joke. It's just a gimmick item. I mean it, it's yeah. – it's literally like you, the the rifle jams like every other round. It because it's not a consistent rate of fire, the way it works. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's operating on the blowback system of the gun, the recoil systems. Yeah. So it, it it if you if you do something different with your body or your shoulder or any like it it, it can jam around and it's it's just not consistent. It, it 
There's nothing lethal about a bump stock. It's just it's just a political ploy. But anyways, we're getting off topic. Oh man, Bowie bird dog right there. Yeah, <laughs> that's his Bowie. That's his Bowie. Yeah, but but I think I would never buy a bump stock. I think it's stupid. I would like to fire one. I think it'd be fun, but I wouldn't spend my money on it. I, mean, I wouldn't even spend my money on the ammo to waste. No, but uh, I'd waste somebody else's ammo. Exactly. Because you yeah. got to think, thirty to fifty cents around. Yep. Every time you pull that trigger. And a bump stock, that's, you go through that's it That's why I never go shooting, Andrew, with you. One of the reasons is because... You're usually shooting my ammo, so what's your point? Oh, uh, yeah. Well, okay. Yeah, I'm, shut, I'm just, shut I just your hear, mouth. Bang, $1. <laughs> bang, $2. Bang, $3. It all depends on what you're shooting. $1. I mean, Jeez, I'm not shooting a... It's not, <laughs> not shooting like a fifty caliber, you know? Jeez, <laughs> man. Uh, you know, it, Dusty, I'm, I want to know <laughs> yes. what, is holding, yeah. what is holding you back... Because we're talking about guns, we're talking about the constitutional carry. I, I made that statement that I don't really think any more people. Yeah, I don't think anybody who did, doesn't carry a gun now is going to carry a gun just because they don't have mm-hmm. to take a class or get a permit. I, I just people who people who carried now are going to still carry, obviously, and it's great for us because we don't have to pay money to the government anymore. But I don't. You may get a few people, but I don't think really it's going to change much. I don't think the number of people carrying will increase by anything you know, that really matters statistically. I want to know what is holding you back from getting a gun. It's just never been my thing. You just don't really care about it. Yeah. It's never like, uh, go, I've been shooting before and it's been fun. Like, yeah, uh, I've always joked that I'm kind of a klutz and I would probably accidentally shoot myself in the foot or something stupid like that. You know, just, Getting my gun out. Yeah. <laughs> so, there are some, there so, are some funny videos out there. Yeah, shooting themselves. And so I I I have toiled with the idea of at least having one in the house for an emergency case kind of thing. Yeah, but, at least a shotgun. Uh, yeah. And so, um, I just it's just never been my thing, really. Yeah. Like I like tattoos, but I don't. I'm not covered in tattoos. Mm-hmm. It just I just, I'd rather spend money on something else. Do you now? Do you play? I know you're you're a gamer. Yeah. Do you play like? Call of Duty and games like that, or yeah. So even playing those games doesn't make you like, oh, that'd be cool to have a gun in real life. No, like even like guitar. Like I play guitar, and I've never like when somebody says, "Oh, what kind of amp is that?" I'm like, an amp. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh-huh. like I just never been in those kind of details. I've sure. never been a guy. And so like when I play Call of Duty, like people ask me even now, like, "What gun are you using?" I'm like. I don't know one of the assault ones, but <laughs> yeah. that's all I'm using. <laughs> what type of green screen do you have, Dusty? Well, it's a it's it's Elgato. Yeah, Elgato green screen. What My wife of, bought it for me. What I, type of capture card do you have, Dusty? I don't know. Oh wait. That's 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 your your name and the things that I can see with my no. physical eyes. It's an Elgato HD. Exactly. 16. I know what you have. My point is your passion is in game is streaming right now. Right now, yeah. And so, and, uh, are those like good? Is that a good yes. capture card? Yes, that's a top capture card. I, I mean, I don't even use it really. I've been trying to learn how to play PC now, so oh, okay. I might just sell it. Well, so that brings me to the other point. I think that a lot of people that carry guns, yes, they do it because they want to be able to protect themselves and protect their family. But I also think a lot of people that carry guns just like guns, right? Like, yes, and so they just I love guns. Like I'm, I'll be honest, I like carrying because I just I like guns, like. Yeah, sure. I like to have the I, I I like knowing that I have the ability to protect myself or my family if I need to. But I like guns too. So right, and I think you you find some people who 
you find you definitely find some people who own a gun for like home protection who aren't gun people who aren't into guns. Um, I just don't know that you're going to find somebody that like carries a gun who doesn't like guns. Like or, if you wanted to carry a gun, you would have just got your concealed carry license. Like yeah. There, there was no reason not to. Yeah. So yeah, I agree. I, I just have never really been into it. I've shot him a few times. I shot that was AK 47 on that video yeah, we made uh-huh. for the church one. time. <laughs> terrible yeah. aim, by the way. I had yeah. terrible aim. Well, it's an AK. It has but, high uh, recoil. Yeah. It's, it's a crazy. powerful gun. We shot a printer. Yeah. We shot a printer in the field. Anyway, so like, uh, and so those are all fun, but for myself, that's just not, just not an interest, no reason. Yeah, that's fine. And I'm open, and I'm, I agree with the laws and all that kind of stuff. The, your your stance on the concealed carry thing makes me a little better as far or the open carry, not open carry, the constitutional carry. Yeah, constitutional carry. Yeah, I I really don't think. I mean, I I seriously don't think that. I think people who are the what am I trying to say here? People that are carrying currently, those are going to be the same people who carry uh, after this passes. I've, you may have a few more people who who start carrying because of it, but I really don't think it's going to matter that. But much. even like you said, it it probably won't last. Like they're not going to they're going to carry for like a couple weeks. <laughs> yeah, maybe, then maybe it's going to be a hassle. Maybe or you know, <laughs> uh, and, and people are weird. Like people, some people I've heard people say that they they got their. They got their license and they started carrying, but they didn't really carry consistently. And then they just didn't really care about it. And they didn't even carry at all. And then years later, and then they got serious about it. And then they started carrying every day and they started training and taking classes and, and got serious about it. So people are weird, you know, I mean, it just, it's, it's different for everybody, but. Well, man, thanks for being on the podcast. We, we appreciate you coming over to the house. Absolutely. Hanging out with us. Yes. Thank you. Are you, do I, is my check going to get mailed? or? <laughs> we'll pay you as much as we're getting paid. <laughs> oh. Right now, the only people benefiting is Austin and Lev because they booked a show or something. Off yes. Of hearing on my podcast. <laughs> so Austin and Lev, we will be uh, waiting our royalty checks. Yes, we'll be sending you a check or an invoice here in the next week or so. Cool, cool. <laughs> but, all right, guys, have a great week. Uh, we'll see you next time. Take it easy.